what's my job was so important dahil na maraming tao na ang nasa isip nila is ang trabaho ni pastor is to do religious things. Ang alam nila na the, the work of of the leader of the church is siya ang gagawa ng mga ministries, siya ang gagawa ng mga religious rituals. He's the one na dapat mag-pray over, pagkailangan mag-cast out ng mga demonyo, siya na ang bala doon. Pagkailangan ng, uh, yung sa kasal, siya ang dapat mag-officiate sa mga funeral service or kahit ano. So maraming uh, ang nasa isip nila na ang job description ni pastor is ito, ito mga yan ang dapat niyang gawin. Pero sa totoo lang, hindi yan ang trabaho ko na number one. I can do these things. I do that because I love people. Pero higit sa lahat, the number one uh, thing that I am supposed to do is to equip you guys, to equip the members of the church to do various works of ministry. Did you know that? Akala mo na, kasi pagdating sa... Uh, lunchtime bago kumain titingin nila sa akin pastor ikaw na magpray <laughs> di ba eh bakit pastor lang ang pwedeng kausapin si God ako lang pwede pwedeng magpray ako ba lang pwedeng magpasalamat hindi di ba pero ang nasa isip ng mga tao is kasi yan ang traditional style yan ang tradition eh uh, kung sino yung religious siya ang gagawa ng mga yan pero actually friends ayon sa Bible and I talked about this last week my job as the, as the leader of the church is to pray. To pray on behalf of the people. Not representing God to the people. I represent the people to God. I, I, I'm one of you. Okay? So we, I, I pray. Number two, my job description is to teach the Word of God. That's why I should spend the majority of my time praying and teaching the Word of God. And number three, my job description is to raise up leaders. Okay? To work with people who will do the ministry. To multiply members into ministers. And higit sa lahat, walang silbi yung aking ministry sa church kung hindi ako nagwi-minister sa bahay. My job is to be a good husband at home. Before I teach in public, I better be teaching my wife. Before I pray for you and, 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 and minister to you, I need to be praying for my wife. You understand? I have to be because Moses had this problem. He was leading two million people but his home life was not in order. And God almost had to kill him because God will not allow someone to do a public outward ministry na hypocrite na hindi siya nagme-minister sa bahay. And so God will always deal with me before I am able to deal with you. God will have to teach me before I can teach you. And I have to minister to Bambi before I can effectively minister to you. And I hope somehow, some way, ang biyaya ng Diyos, ang mercy ni God na napasaaman ni Bambi in our marriage Sana ito magiging example of hope for your marriage and for your families. And I just hope that somehow makikita mo na, oh, if God is merciful to Tim's marriage, maybe God can be merciful to my marriage. If God can somehow uh, heal and bring unity and oneness 
in the wardens, then maybe God can do that in the Cruz family, in the Araneta family, La Fever's family, in the Tagle family, and in the, the Gatan family, and in the Noel Navua family. Welcome back, Noel. Man, it's good to see you. And Yeda May, wave your hand, Yeda. And I see, man, welcome back. Are you ready to preach? No. Okay. So welcome back. If you have not yet met Attorney Noel Nabwa, you have to meet him because he is one of the pillar of our church. Abroad, about three years ago, he get, I think. And uh, he's here for three weeks. Next week, Noel will be speaking. Saturday, we'll have a we'll have a uh, a cell leaders training with Noel Nabu. For the next two weeks, he'll be speaking. Okay, so get to know him. Now, this week is the the next topic. Is last week was what's your job? Now it's what I mean. Last week was what's my job. Today, I want to share with you what is your job. Okay, would you like to know what's your job description? But I'm again clear. Here's what's your job. You ready? Now, the theme verse is Ephesians chapter 4. Uh, it's good if you read the whole chapter, Ephesians 4. But let's start around verse 11 and verse 12, 13, 14. And Ephesians chapter 4 is talking about Jesus. Now, Jesus came down from heaven, but Jesus also went back up to heaven. And before Jesus ascended into heaven he gave gifts you know when the Holy Spirit came he brought gifts have you ever heard of the gifts of the Holy Spirit how many of you, you you've heard of the gifts of the Holy Spirit okay one people two alright come on you never heard the gift of the Holy Spirit the gifts of the Holy Spirit the word of wisdom word of knowledge tongues and so forth well this here Ephesians chapter 4 this is the gifts of Jesus. Have you ever heard of the gifts of Jesus? Iba yung gifts of the Holy Spirit, iba yung gifts of Jesus. And here in Ephesians chapter 4, it says that Jesus gave these gifts. It says he, verse 11, he who gave some as apostles, some as prophets, some as evangelists, some as pastors and teachers, listen, to equip the saints for the work of ministry that is to build up the body of Christ here we have what is called the five-fold ministries the five-fold ministries these are gifts that Jesus gave to the church the body of Christ okay now it does not say that Jesus gave the gift of being an apostle to apostles or the gift of becoming an evangelist to an evangelist. The gift is not for the apostle. The gift is not for the pastor. The gift is not yung pagiging teacher to a teacher. No, the gifts are people that Jesus gave bilang gift to his church. This is not like the gifts of the Holy Spirit. This, the gift of Jesus is a person that he has given to his church for the purpose of equipping, it says here very clearly, a purpose of all five of these offices, 
All five of these positions or roles, these people are the gift of Jesus for the purpose of equipping the saints. Sinong saints? Saint William, Saint Peter, Saint... No, no, no. The saints are every believer in Jesus. Everyone who has received Christ and is sanctified. I know this is not your traditional idea of kung sinong saint. We, we think saint is a very holy person na namatay na matagal na. Pero hindi yan ang saint. The Bible calls you a saint. Anyone, you might not feel perfect, but God has made you acceptable. God has made you a saint. Sa totoo lang, we're all saints. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, hello, saint. Sabi mo, you're a saint. You're a saint. And the gifts, these roles, the pastors and teachers and evangelists and prophets are Jesus' gift to equip the saints for work of ministry. Did you get that? The perp- all five offices have the same ministry. They do it in different ways. But all five, pastors, apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, they all have the same purpose, the same ministry, to equip the saints. Na marami na dumating na mga big-time evangelist, big-time prophet, or apostle, si ganito, ganyan. And madalas na wala naman silang ginagawang equipping. They never equipped anyone. They came to town, they did evangelism, they did a ministry, or they did prophesy, they did their own thing, but never really equipped anyone. Wouldn't it be great kung dumating sa San Fernando La Union, isang uh, evangelist, that instead of winning 300 people to Jesus, he equipped 300 people for evangelism, for evangelism to bring people to Jesus. Nakita mo yung difference? Wouldn't it be great if a teacher didn't just only teach people some information but a teacher equipped you to teach. Or what if a pastor, for example, doesn't just do pastoring, shepherding, but what if the pastor could equip you to pastor your family, to pastor your cell group, to equip you to do works of ministry? Are, are you following me? Listen, I'm not just a person that has spiritual gifts. I do have spiritual gifts, and so do you. But it's not just that I have gifts. I am a gift to the church. I say that with all humility, but I'm a gift of Jesus to you. Use me. Open me. You understand? And my role, this is last week, my job is to equip, but your role is to be equipped. Your job is to get trained and get equipped because the Bible says you're a saint and your role, your job, everybody here, are you listening? Is to do the work of the ministry. Hello. So if I said, you go pray for that person. You go heal that person. Go lay hands and bring the healing of Jesus to that person sa hospital. Okay? Someone has uh, a devil or there's something. You, you go cast out that devil. 
Okay, someone needs to be, someone receives Jesus and they want to be baptized, you can go baptize them. Hindi lang pastor ang pwede magpa-baptize. Even Jesus and Paul didn't make that their work or their job description. Paul said, I thank, I thank God that I didn't have that, that work of baptizing people. Do you understand? I'm saying that it's the saints who do the ministry. So ako bilang pastor, I don't do ministry. I do ministry. I pray, I heal, I share my faith, I give tithes and offerings. I do the ministry too, but not in my role as a pastor. I do praying and share my faith with my friends and, 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 and counsel and teach the word. I do that in my role as a believer. Like you should be doing. I do that as a member, as a saint, as a, as a Christian. We do that kind of thing. And then on Sunday, as a, in my role as a pastor, then my job is to equip you. To help you do that too. Are, are you following me? Clear. Tayo sa mga job descriptions. Okay. I want to equip you. So the, the, the word, if you look at this scripture again, <laughs> Ephesians 4.11, it says, some apostles, some as prophets, some as evangelists and pastors. You know, circle the word some. Bilagin, bilag, you know, bilogin mo yung word some. Why? So many times, four times he repeats the word some, 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 some. Bakit? Because we don't really need that many. We just need some. If we're going to change San Fernando La Union, we don't need lots and lots and lots of apostles and pastors. What we need is a lot of saints doing the work of ministry. That every member is a minister. Every member is doing ministry works. Uh-oh. So mo sa sarili mo, I'm a minister. I'm a saint. And then ask yourself, am I equipped? Am I equipped? Okay. Now, I want to give you three things on your job description. How to be equipped. You want to be equipped? Here's your job. What's your job? Three things. Number one. Three, actually, more, but I'm giving you only three today. Three things. Number one, to be equipped to do works in the ministry for God's kingdom. So you got to be available. To be available. God, I always said this, it's not about your ability. It's about your availability. You see, God has all ability. God is able. Lahat ng power na sa kanya. God is very able, very capable. But what he needs is a vessel to work through. Yun lang kailangan ng Dios. He has all the power, all the ability, but he doesn't have all of your availability. That's why Jesus said, "The fields are ripe." Talagang ready ng ready ang harvest. But he said, but the workers, the available manpower, the available people to go win this, these people to Christ, to, these are short, shortage. Sabi niya, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he will raise up more workers na maging available to go and work and do the ministry. Are you following? So there is a shortage of available people. And so your job, number one, if you want to be equipped, you've got to make yourself available. 
Make yourself available. Now listen to 2 Timothy 2.2. 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2.2. 2. Paul said, these things, let's read it together. Come on. These things which you have heard from me, entrust these to faithful men who will be able to teach them, the others also. Okay? So he's, now watch, leave it there for a moment. He said, entrust these, entrust more faithful men who will be able. He did not say, look for able, competent, intelligent, skillful men, and then hope that if you give them a responsibility, hope that they'll be faithful. You understand? He didn't say look for able men and hope they'll be faithful. He said look for faithful men and they will become able. Are you following? Okay. So God has all the ability. He just needs someone who's faithful. Someone who's available. Are you available? Because if you're available, God will make you able. God will enable you by his grace to become who you're supposed to be and to do what you're supposed to do. That's what grace is all about. It's not by my works. It's by his power working in me. To be available and then God poured his able in my available. Are you, are you catching that? God will take your available and fill you with his able. And you will be able to do things that you never could do before. To become a person you could never become on your own. Your friends won't recognize you. People will say, how did you do that? How did you, where did you know that? Pastor Kaba? They will ask you. And you'll say, no, I'm just available. Sa totoo lang, I'll tell you a secret. I'm not really that great. I'm not, I'm not really that great of a leader. I'm not really that great or that trained as a, as a pastor. I have so many weaknesses and so many limitations. Sa totoo lang, I hope you're not disappointed, but I'm not really that great. I'm not that hot. But I'm available. And God uses me. Somehow, some way, He uses me because I make myself available. I make myself available. I make my priorities available. I make my efforts available. I'm just available. I'm a vessel. I am a container. And every day I say, God, here I am. You can use me. And you know what? He can use you too. God can use you if you make yourself available. Mm. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14. Look at this, 14. Let's read it together. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. 
We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies. So clever, they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. You know, this is the reason why you need to be equipped. Because people who are not equipped, people who do not make themselves available, can be blown and shaken and moved by every new teaching that comes along. Every, it sounds good, so okay. If you want to be solid and firm in your understanding and in your faith, you won't be tempted every time some new, more attractive thing comes along, a better church, a better job, this or that, something that sounds good, but it doesn't have the support and the backing of God's will in your life, I tell you, it's easy to get blown. It's easy to be shaken. It's easy to, to become like, you know, go here, go there, go there. foundation. But if you want to be solid, make yourself available. Make yourself available. All right? Are you available? If I, I appreciate you mga pumunta ng maaga. Talagang, they make themselves available to come to, to church early, stay late, serve. I sabi ko kanina sa first service, discarte mo kung papunta ka dito ng maaga. Because someone will give you a job to do. <laughs> you will not just be bored, you'll be at work. You'll be doing things. Discarte mo kung aaten ka sa cell group. Bakit? Because they will use you. God will use you. Are you ready to be used? Are you willing to be a counselor, a teacher, a prayer leader, a worship leader? Are you willing to do works of ministry? Make yourself available for cell group. Make yourself available to be trained, to attend classes, to come on Saturday sa atipong CLC na leaders training. Are you available to listen to the Bible on audio? Are you available to serve somewhere? Mamaya-maya, pagbaba tayo dito, meron tayong mga ministry fair. May ministry fair doon. Are you available to come early or stay late sa weekend services? Are you available na during the week get to give some time to, to serve? And that's number two. So aking second point dito sa job description mo is to be a servant. Number two, be a servant. Did you know the highest position the highest calling in the kingdom of God is a servant. It's not apostle. Because I thought a pastor and teacher, then siguro evangelist or prophet. Mataas yung position ng prophet eh. Parang and then yung apostle talagang pinaka kwan general na yan eh. Parang yung apostle siya yung mataas sa kaharian ng Dios sa church. Nde actually the highest position. His servant. This is the highest position, a servant in God's kingdom. I don't know why, but I know that Jesus was a servant. And he's the highest king of kings and lord of lords. Amen. So Jesus said in Mark chapter 9, the last part, verse 35, If anyone wants to be first, he must be the very last, the servant of all. Right? 
sa kaharian ng Dios na it's different than the kingdom of the world. Sa world, it's more about uh, you're, you're higher, yung position mo, yung status mo mataas pag marami kang workers underneath you. But in the kingdom of God, you're a higher, you have a higher position if you're serving more people above you. Did you catch that? And you know, it's not shameful to serve. Hindi nakakahiya na maging servant. In fact, it's a privilege to serve God. Di mahalaga kung anong role, kung anong task na binigay sa'yo. But if you say, I'm a servant, I'll do it. I'm a servant, I will act like a servant even if treated like a servant. You know, a servant has a very, very established heart. If you serve by choice because you choose to humble yourself, God will, God will have to develop integrity in your heart. You're not serving because kawawa ka. You're serving because you choose to. You're not serving people and then inasaan mo na they will appreciate you. Uh-uh. No. You serve dahil choice mo yan. And God will fortify your heart that you will see and you will know sa puso mo, I'm not serving man, I'm serving God. But Peter and John, nung sinabi ni Jesus ito sa Mark chapter 9, verse 35, sabi ni Jesus, it's okay if you want to be great in the kingdom of heaven. Kung gusto mo talagang nice mo na maging great sa kaharian ng Diyos, walang masama doon. It's okay. But the way how to become great, dapat maintindihan natin. The way how. It's not by... It's not by becoming in a, a higher position and getting there. It's by going down and serving. And this is what Peter, uh, John, and James and John, when they heard this later, after narinig nila si Jesus na sinabi ni Jesus, you gotta be the servant. Later, James and John got their mother to go to Jesus and ask for a favor. And the mother of Jesus over in Matthew 25, you can, you can read the story. The mother, um, the mother of, not Jesus, the mother of James and John, lumapit siya kay Jesus and sabi ng, ng mother ni James and John, Jesus, uh, yung mga anak ko ba eh, pwedeng yung isa dito sa left side mo, sa, sa kaharian mo, one of my sons will be at your left and one of my sons will be at your right. The mother of James and John was asking Jesus na mga anak ko, dapat sila ang nasa high position in your kingdom. Pwede ba? And so, you know, it was just manipulation. Trying to get a higher position. Trying to be, uh, have more influence. And Jesus said to them, He said to the mother, Woman, you do not know what you're asking. You don't know what you're asking. I don't know if you remember the, uh, the whole story of this, but it says in Matthew 25 that when, the, when Jesus, when the Son of Man will come into His kingdom, He will put the sheep on the right and the goats on the left. I don't know if you remember. The sheep represent those that will be saved and the goats represent those that will be lost. 
They will not be saved. So Jesus said to the woman, remember her, here, this was her question. Remember her request. Jesus, when you have your kingdom, could you please let one of my sons be on your left and one of my sons on your right? And Jesus said, woman, you really don't know what you're asking. Goats, sheep, you don't know what you're asking. So, pag sinabi ni God no, sa prayers mo, probably you don't know what you're asking. Maybe it's time to adjust your prayers to conform with His will. And His will is that we be equipped. His will is that we be a servant. If you want to be equipped for ministry, start serving somewhere. Just start serving. Take a step. Volunteer. Have that heart that any time, any job, any way, anything I can do, have that attitude of a servant. And you will be equipped for ministry. Now, even if, sasabihin mo na, well, what they're asking me to do or yung mga available na positions to serve is, hindi yan ang gifting ko. <laughs> Hindi yan ang aking gift. I want to serve uh, bilang ganito, ganyan, ganyan. Now, your gift, let me just say something. Your gift, your spiritual gift, how God has shaped you, it will work anywhere. Maybe you said, well, you know, that's not my gift. My gift is I'm a singer. I'm a musician. I want to play and sing. If you were assigned to clean the CR... And your gift of a musician, you bring it to the CR, your gift will still work in the CR. You know, if, if you, you say, well, my gift is teaching, or my gift is preaching, your gift will work, even if you're assigned as a greeter. It will work. Lalabas at lalabas yung anointing ng gift mo if you're a servant. And you'll be equipped. You might say, well, my gifting, I'm, I'm administration, or I'm like this. Wherever you serve, your gift will be activated in that area. Where, uh, it might not be that you will be in that role forever. Maybe it's just a season so that God can shape your heart and, 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 and massage your humility so that you can learn from Jesus how to be humble. So that God can let His grace be the one that empowers your ministry. Not your ability, but His ability. So just start serving. When you start serving, God will equip you for works of ministry. Look at this verse here, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16. Okay, let's read this together. The whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies according to the proper working of each, each individual part causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. So he says each individual part. doesn't say each pastor. Each, pro, each apostle says each part. Do you know that the, that the church is a body of Christ? This is the, the, the on earth physical 
manifestation, physical presence of Jesus in the form of a bodies of people. And each one of us, each one of you are a part. So, are you doing your part? Are you doing your share? Are you available? Are you a servant? Or does somebody else have to do your part and they have to do extra dahil hindi mo ginagawa yung part mo? Now remember, the next thing is this. The, 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 the church doesn't really benefit that much by a part doing its gift. Okay? The church doesn't really benefit that much because you show up and you do your part. Where the church really benefits and grows is when your part joins together with another part. You see, it says, put the verse back up here again, Ephesians 4.16. It says, the whole body fitted and held together by what? By what every joint supplies. Is that in your handouts? Okay, let's read it again. The whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies. A joint is not a part. A joint is two parts working together. You see that? Here's a joint. Here's a joint. When your part and your gift and your role comes together with somebody else and their gift and their role and they work together for the unity of the body, doon lumalago ang church. The church doesn't grow because the pastor does a lot of good work. The church grows because each member joining together with others, working together, that's when each joint supplies benefits to the body of Christ. Okay, so let me show you this. Hold this thing up here, this uh, puzzle. Just think of a, a jigsaw puzzle. How many of you like to work puzzles? What if yung isang part ng puzzle hindi sumiput? Hindi siya nag-show up. <laughs> okay? Binuksan mo yung box and you put the puzzle together and one part was not there. Anong itsura? Parang pangit, parang incom- incomplete. Now maybe you thought your part is not so important. Pero kung hindi ka nag-show up, your, your part of the puzzle is missing. It's missing. Turn this around. Let's see it. Where is it? Baliktad? Nako. Baliktad. Okay. You see this part here. If this part doesn't show up, how's that body going to function? You know? And what if this part here said, uh, I'm not going to come today. He doesn't show up. Something's missing, right? But the good thing is, we are a part, kanyang kanyang shape. Maybe your shape is a little bit different than somebody else's shape. But when you do your part and you joint together, see, you fit into your gift and your shape fits in together with somebody else's shape and their gift and when you fit together it creates a joint and what every joint supplies the whole body will build itself up okay thanks guys 
I don't know if you remember the, uh, the story. Okay, Noah's Ark. Noah was told to build an ark, and he used uh, gopher wood, the, the acacia wood. What if the, the boards in Noah's Ark, side by side, nakakonek sila sa ibang boards, what if one of the boards said, ayoko dito sa ilalim? Pangit dito. I cannot see what's going on. I can't see where we're going. So, I'm, you know, some of the boards are above the water, and some of the boards of Noah's Ark are below the water. What if one of the boards was below the water, and he said, I don't like this role. I don't like this job. Aalis ako dito. Punta ako sa taas. And that board popped out. He said, nobody ever asks me for my help. Nobody asks my opinion. Nobody remembers or appreciates me dito sa baba. I can't see where we're going. I want to go to the top. So pop out siya, and he comes up to the top. And he says, oh, I like it here better. What will happen? Hey, what are you doing up here? Why are you here? He said, nobody appreciates me down there. Nobody recognizes me for my giftings. And then we say to that board, we appreciate you. Maybe we don't tell you that we appreciate you, but we appreciate you. Now get back and do your part or else we'll all sink. Every person here has a part. And if you don't do your part, I tell you what, something's missing. And it will affect the whole body. So just be available. Just be willing to serve. And most important, and write this down, connect your gift. Connect your gift with others and work together. Kaya ang core value ng church is teamwork where you connect with others it's more expensive because you have to have a relationship you have to make yourself open to meet new people you have to take a risk that they might hurt your feelings sometimes but when you connect your gift and your part and work together with someone else it creates a working functional joint in the body. And number three, be a minister. Be available, be a servant. Number three, be a minister. Uh, a minister. So be a minister. I said, Kanina, you're a saint. Now I'm saying you're a minister. <laughs> and it says here in Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Second Corinthians 3, 5 and 6. By ourselves, we are not qualified in any way to claim that we can do anything. Rather, God makes us qualified. He has also qualified us to be ministers of a new promise. Or your other versions would say a new covenant. He's qualified us. 
Another uh, translation says, He has enabled us. He has made us competent. That's our credentials. That's our sufficiency. The Amplified says, Our power and our ability and sufficiency is from God. It is He who has qualified us, making us to be fit and worthy as sufficient as ministers and dispensers of a new covenant. According to the Bible, you're a minister. And God wants you to be a full-time minister. Full-time. Seven days a week, 24-7. At home, at your work, you can do ministry. At school, you're a minister. The only way we can reach San Fernando for Jesus is if every one of the members, every believer, is also a minister. You're a minister at work. Now, this is how God does it. God makes, if you're working in an office, you're not an office worker. You're a minister. Disguise mo lang yung pagiging office worker mo. If you're a beautician, that's just your cover. Really, deep inside, God has qualified you for a higher purpose. You're a minister. If you're a driver, a doctor, a teacher, a student, an accountant, la bandera, whatever, you have a higher position and a higher calling. You're a minister of the new covenant of Jesus Christ. And you, and yung pagiging architect or IT or whatever, that is just your cover. God will take a minister and dress them up like a teacher so that she can go and be a minister to other teachers or students or office workers or in that company you'll be a minister in that company in that neighborhood you will be a dispenser of the new covenant you understand we can impact and change the world not because one pastor does a lot of ministry but because every member is doing ministry. That's why most churches stay very small. Because there's one guy that does all the ministry. Pagkasal, binyag, libing, lahat. He does all the works of the ministry. Visit the sick, pray for the sick. Pag may problema siya, nagka-counsel. One guy can do that for maybe kumasipag siya he can do that maybe for 75 or 100 people. Kung masipag yung pastor. But that's why the majority of Christian churches are small, less than 100 people. But what God wants is not just some super pastor guy doing a lot of ministry. What God wants is every member of his body equipped to do the work of the ministry. And my job was to teach the word of God. I'm doing that today. Your job is to be available, to be a servant, and be a minister. Are you doing your job? Are you ready to do your job? I want you to watch a couple of videos that we made this week. 
ipalabas yung mga videos dyan, tuloy-tuloy, all of them. And as you watch other people's story, think about your own situation. Isipin mo, am I available for God to use me? Am I willing to serve? And can I be a minister? Okay. Think God can't use you? Think he only uses perfectly qualified people? Take a closer look. Moses was not a great speaker. Jonah ran from God. Jacob was a liar. Noah got drunk. Rahab was a prostitute. David had an affair. Jeremiah was depressed a lot. Solomon was rich in wisdom, but poor in lifestyle. John the Baptist was just plain poor. Timothy was too young. Abraham was too old. Lazarus was dead. Sarah was barren. Naomi was a widow. Gideon and Thomas both doubted, and so did Sarah. Peter lacked self-control. James and John were self-righteous. Paul had a short fuse. Well, so did Peter and Moses. Actually, lots of people did. God's army isn't perfect. It never has been. It's the march of the unqualified. Get in line. at light mixer. Ang naitulong niya sa akin, yung maga ko nagigising sa umaga. Tapos, gusto kong buksan yung mixer na maaga. Wala ako sa tono, sintunado, and then, nahihirapan talaga ako. And then, sa, nung patagal ng patagal, dahil sa pagiging available ko, pupunta ako sa mga practice. And then, talagang inasa ko yung, inasa ko yung, yung bosses ko, And hindi ko naman malayan, gumaganda pala yung boses ko. Nagsimula ako sa paglilid ng, paglilid ng Saturday Jam, sa Soaking. Meron palang ginagawa si God sa aking buhay na ginawa niya akong worship leader dito sa church na to. Kahit ako ng worship team at sa pagsiserve ng food. At di lang sa pagsiserve ng food, kundi natuturin ako kung paano mag-keyboard at ngayon, nag-keyboard na ako sa stage. Ako nagsiserve ako bilang isang driver. Driver ng church na kung saan sinusundo at hinahatid yung mga bata and maging ang mga kabataan at ibang mga members ng church. And hindi lang doon, nagsiserve din ako sa J247. Una, sa pagtuturo sa mga kabataan. Ano yung pangalawa, kahit anong pwedeng gawin, ginagawa ko all around mapa-multimedia um, assistant man ako ng preacher so ginagawa ko yun doon ako nagsuserve and masaya ako na ako ay nagsuserve doon binago ni God yung heart ko para gamitin niya ako para mag maglingkod sa kanya and sabi niya doon sa word niya Jude 24-7 nigin niya ako ng puso na kung saan paglingkuran siya at kilalanin siya maraming nabago una binago niya yung buhay ko and Especially sa pagdadrive po, nagkaroon ako ng patient. 
sa paghatid at pagsundo ng mga bata. And nagkaroon din ako ng love and care sa mga batang sinusundo ko, kahit makukulit sila. And then sa Joy 24-7 naman, naging hands-on ako sa lahat. Bilang isang leader, um, responsibilidad ko na alagaan at turuan ang mga kabataan. Yung mga nakakausap ng mga kliyente, um, napagpupray namin, napagpupray ko sila, especially if meron silang malalim na problema. And ang isa pa is nagagamit itong office na to where we could have cell groups with uh, number one, yung mga mga friends, number two, yung mga kasama sa work. Araw-araw, meron kaming linalagay na uh, verse galing sa Bible. And yun, is nakikita ng lahat, hindi lang ng employees, but also nakikita rin siya ng mga uh, na mga kliyente namin. So, sometimes nagiging, ano siya, nagiging source of uh, discussion pag nabasa nila yun. So, I think it's also a way na nakaka-minister ka. Okay. So you see people can use their home and, and their friends and you can minister and, and serve in many, many ways. I want us to make a commitment. We need to respond to the Word of God today. I want you to respond right now. This day, while God is still speaking to your heart, I want you to make a commitment that you're going to be available to Him. Alam mo, sawa na siguro si God sa, pa, sa excuse na busy ako. You know what? That's not an excuse that God will accept. Dahil busy ka. He's been available to you all your life. It's time to get yourself and your life available for Him. And say, God, would you make me a, a servant? You know, it takes a lot. Kahit sino kaman, it takes a lot of humility. Humility to really be a servant. Servants do not get their own way. Servants do not get to choose. Servants do not get appreciation. They don't get paid. <laughs> but if you humble your heart and choose to serve, God will lift you up and you'll become great in the kingdom of heaven. And you'll find that because you have made a choice to humble yourself, you qualify for grace because God gives grace to the humble. And you, you say, well, how can I be humble? You know, there is something you can do to become humble, serve. And when that happens, God will qualify you. You'll, he will pour out fresh grace. And when grace is operational in your life, everything works smoothly. So if you're having a hard time, nahihirapan ka at work, at home, or whatever, the problem is not, the, is the, hindi, ang problema hindi kasi yung challenge masyado malaki, masyado matindi ang pabigat sa akin. No, the problem is hindi sapat ang grace mo. And you need more grace. Anytime things are not working properly in your life, the problem is not because there's a problem. Everybody has problems. The problem is you don't have enough grace to get through it. How do you get more grace? Humble. Humble yourself. Because God gives grace to you. Let's humble our hearts today.
and ask God to do a work in us and make us to be ministers and dispensers of his new covenant.